Good Adventures. I'm Melissa Bonzak, author of the June Nash Adventure Series, and when I'm not writing, I'm reading. I started this show to rave about new discoveries, chat with indie and small publishing house authors, and occasionally share from my works in progress. This is Books Cubed, interviews, raves, and reads. Welcome to episode five of Books Cubed. Okay, so um, I'm going to look at comments. We had a comment from last week's show. I read from a work in progress, tentatively titled. Um, what is it tentatively titled? Oh, yeah, Four Bullets and a Ghost. So it's tentatively titled Four Bullets and a Ghost, and it's paranormal, and there might be a little romance, and there's detectives, and there's all kinds of good stuff in it. So I read chapter one. So um, you can go listen to that after you're done with this one here. And ML wrote, amazing writing. Thank you. Um, Do you find yourself unconsciously setting the scene with the same weather or season you're actually in? Um, It's a good question. For what I wrote, uh, for what I read last week, I did set it in the city I was living in just because I lived there and I liked the city. Took place in Tucson. And uh, the next book I'm writing, uh, which I'm currently writing at the same time, is um, How to Square Your Grouper, which is a sequel to How to Sex Your Snake. And the sequel takes place in Key West, where I want to be. I lived there for two years, and um, it's my favorite city that I've, I've ever lived in. Toronto is my favorite city I've visited, but, um, but Key West is my favorite city to live in. And um, maybe one day I'll go back. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, so um, thanks for the comment. And um, I don't, like I said, I don't think, I don't think I do it consciously. Maybe I do. Um, it's probably more where I'd like to be. Uh, I'm, I'm researching a book that I want to write in Italy, a little small town in Italy. So I'll probably need to go visit it uh, for that. I keep um, hinting to my husband that uh uh, a visit to Italy is probably in order sometime in the next year for that book research, you know, for the book. So um, uh, if you have any comments, go ahead and leave them. I'm putting the show up a couple days early. It's the 23rd. So um, this won't go live until whatever Thursday is. So um, if you have a comment between now and then, I'll just I'll get to it next week. So uh, today I am talking to TK Lawyer. Who writes paranormal romance? So um, there you go. <laughs> so I think you'll enjoy the, the talk. And um, before I get to that, you may have noticed no glare. Yay, no glare. I figured out how to get rid of the glare. I was bitching about it last week. I almost had a rant last week about the about the glare on my glasses. Uh, didn't really qualify. Um, but there's a little button on the keyboard that makes the... Uh, screen brightness go down and that got rid of the glare on my glasses and why didn't I think of that oh well oh well so anyway uh on to TK's interview and um I'll see you afterward okay <laughs> okay so here I am with Tamara and that's how I say it right yes Tamara. you got it you got it <laughs> also known as TK lawyer and this is one of her books Centurion Make sure I'm not covering any of the good parts. So you write, it's paranormal, but I keep wanting to call it angel romance. Because if I go well, to angel romance, I've found 50,000 things came up 
Googling angel romance on Amazon. Yes. So I should I should call you paranormal though? Paranormal romance? Yeah. Paranormal romance, uh, but I write about angels and I also write about wolf shifters. That's the other one I was going to say, yeah, to make sure yeah. you, you mention that that at the end there. So um, I thought I would try something new as I'm talking to you and to my read, my listeners and readers that uh, we listen to interviews all the time and it's always the same questions. Uh, how do you write? Where do you write? Uh, how do you come up with your ideas? It's always the same things that we authors are asked over and over and over again. So I was doing a little Googling and I found a site that had a list of 50 unique questions to ask authors. And you could actually use it for a lot of different uh, professions if you're interviewing somebody. So what I did was I asked Tamara to take a look at the list and pick out five that she would like to talk about. So this way we'll learn a little bit more about her. So the first one was, and this is a good one. I like this question. Does a big ego help or hurt writers? Well, I, I think a big ego doesn't help you at all in life to begin with. So, <laughs> you know, um, in the writing world, there's a lot of authors out there. So it's really hard to become known, um, to gain a fan base, you know, and you really got to work with others. You know, I, I think really just in general in, in life, you got to work, you got to play well with others. So you got to work well with others, you know? You do. And when you're an and, author. And a lot of new writers are under the misconception that other writers are competition. And they're really not. Even if they're in your same genre, readers are always looking for the next book. If they only right. bought one book in their lifetime, then yeah, they're big competition. But other writers are not competition at all. Right. What I've learned, and I love it, is that authors are readers too, you know? I mean, you really don't want to dismiss anyone to begin with. I, I mean, you know, you really don't. But, um, you know, and that's, that's why I think it's really, it's sad that, you know, I hear stories about authors, you know, saying bad things about other authors or dismissing them or giving them poor ratings or stuff like that. Why? Why would you even do that? Why? It's not, it, it's not good to do. Oh, are you still there? No, I'm oh. still there. Yeah, I just oh. came through your face, but we're still here. There you're back. Uh -oh. oh, there you are. <laughs> okay, I got the low battery mode. Oh, that's not good. Okay, we'll have to make this quick. Uh, <laughs> Stop and plug in. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to need to, but I need to go get my charger. Go get your charger. I'll wait. Can we do that? Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so for the viewer, I'm going to cut this and we'll come back to her. It'll be instantaneous. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. Okay. Uh, about yeah. <laughs> about ego. You know, when it comes to being a writer, uh, like I said, you got to work well with others. You really do. And you will find in the writing community, especially the indie community, people want to help others. So, you know, you want to help others as well. You form bonds. You form relationships. You can help others. They can help you. You know, it's like you said, it's not a competition. Um, and I just, I've always been the type of person that I like to help others. You know, I even do that in, in my, my day job. <laughs> so, so I just think that having a big ego, it's not, it's not going to do anything to promote you. It's not going to really help you at all. Because if you have a big ego, you're going to do things that are going to turn readers away and turn authors away and even publishers. You know, my publisher had mentioned one time that 
someone had uh, submitted a book to them and said, when am I going to get money? You know, uh, am I going to get an advance? And, you know, and was just really aggressive. And the publisher's like, no, you know, that's something you don't want. You know, there's a lot of authors out there. And really, you got to be humble and kind. And you get a lot more when, you, when you're like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Now, which brings us kind of to literary success, and that was for question number two. What does literary success look like to you? Now, as a new author, I have only one book out. Well, I have one prequel and one book. Now, you've got six. Well, to me, success really revolves around readers. I, I love to gain more readers. I love to interact with people. And when I go to book fairs and I can have people come up to me and they, they read my book, they loved it, give me a hug, you know, <laughs> let's chat about angels, whatever. I just love that. So literary success to me is really based on getting to know people, you know, getting people to read my book, interact with me, you know, interact with other readers. I just love that. It, it's like the best thing in the world when a reader comes up to you and they say they, they loved your book. They read it and they loved it. And when they tell others about your book, I mean, that is the best thing in the world to me. So really success to me revolves around not so much on numbers, but on really getting the, the word out there about, you know, just, just, paranormal romance just fun you know and especially about angels there's not a lot of books out there that have the paranormal angel romance um genre so i and i love angels so i love writing about them i think it's fun little stories and just uh, getting to that population who loves angels that's just the best yeah yeah and it's a it's a good place to be if there's not a lot of books already out there so you can be a trailblazer most definitely yeah so which takes us to the next question. And um, I'm reading this book and Centurion is the lead character. So how do you come up with the names of your characters? Uh, actually, they just come to me. It's really funny. Uh, I have a friend and she can never think of names. So I actually help her out. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Um, when it comes to angel names, I personally like names that end with O-N. So, like, you'll see Centurion, Aaron, um, you know, Jasper was off the wall. <laughs> Jasper, I just thought, would be a pretty cool name. I got a bracelet that was Jasper, and I said, hmm, that would be pretty cool as an angel name. So, you know, most of my angel names have an O-N at the end. I just, I don't know, for some reason, I just think that's, that's you know, something great. <laughs> um, the characters in some of my angel books, the, the female heroines, you know, like Tatiana. Tatiana was actually a name my mom was thinking about calling me instead of Tamara. So it was either Tamara or Tatiana. And I thought, well, that's a different name. And I love unusual female names. I just love unusual names to begin with. But yeah. so I put Tatiana in there. Um, Kim is actually my middle name. So she's in Aaron's book. And then I had to have a book with my name because I never see my name in anything, pretty much. And so Nightfall has Tamara as uh, the, the lead character in there. So, yeah, some of the names I, I got from my past. <laughs> okay, let's do this one. So I've done this before. Get out the computer. Uh, you can't sleep. It's like 11 o'clock at night. you got your bowl of ice cream. There's nothing on TV. So you get out the computer and you Google yourself. Not always a good idea. Do you, have you done that? <laughs> you Google yourself? 
I do. I do a lot, actually, because I want to make sure I have a social presence. Um, you know, as an author, you do have to have that platform. You have to have that social presence. You have to be what they call searchable. So when I started off, I wasn't searchable. And so now I'll Google myself. I'll put TK lawyer. And even if I do it without the periods, with the periods, I can still find myself. So I'll do that to see what's popping up. I also do that because sometimes people will post reviews and you won't know about it. So I'll have like um, businesses post reviews. You know, I might have um, sent a book to like the Paranormal Romance Guild or something and they'll pop it up anytime they want and sometimes not let you know. So I'll search myself just to see if I got any new reviews and then that way I can share it with my fans and readers. Oh, what a good idea. I hadn't thought about that. See, I'm very new at this. I come from film uh, and screenwriting and, um, you know, I just didn't ever really pay much attention to anything because, you know, once the film's out there, there's nothing I can really do about it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. So, okay. I think that's a really good idea to, as a writer, you should be Googling yourself and finding out what other people are saying and, and, uh, making note of reviews. And that's really good, especially if you're sending it to, um, review sites or to bloggers, right. you know, they may not right. have a chance to uh, get back to you. So we, uh, uh, this lady in one of my writing groups was telling me about her book. It's a Christmas book for children. I want to get her on here to chat about it because it was really cute. And off the top of my head, I can't remember what the hell the character was. It was some animal and Christmas and it was really adorable. Um, and I thought, oh, it'd be great. I'll talk with her and then I can send a copy of the book to my uh, nephew who's got two little bitty ones um, which got me thinking oh, no. which got me thinking about books uh, from childhood and that was one of your questions and it was going to be one I was going to ask you today do you have a favorite <laughs> book from your childhood yes I do and I have it right here <laughs> it's Ferdinand yeah the story of Ferdinand the story of Ferdinand the bull Oh, they oh, made it into yeah. a movie. Yeah, they made it into a movie. But the sad part is the movie is, is not really like the book. So read the book. The book is great. The book is short. It's a simple story. It's a beautiful story about a bull who loves a cork tree, and he loves to sit under the cork tree with his butterflies and smell flowers all day long. He doesn't want to be one of those in the arena fighting. He wants to. He wants to be at peace. I love the story because that's how I am. I like to be at peace and <laughs> have my peace and quiet. When I come home, I, the garage door goes down and I'm home. So this is <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories. It's a real nice. It's a it's a beautiful book to read to kids too. And and it's it's not that it's not that long. So and it's got beautiful illustrations in it too. This is my favorite book, and I actually bought it because I really liked it. Do you have more coming out in that series soon? Orion is coming out in January. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. That'll end the series. Yeah. I'm sure, there's links in the show notes to uh, to all your books. And if people want to find you, how do they find you? Uh, well, I'm searchable. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> So many social sites. I'm on Facebook. Um, you're a lawyer, author, and you'll find me. I have a blog, WordPress, Instagram, uh, Google Us. You know, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. So just you can Google me. Put TK Lawyer. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about the periods. You know, I, I wanted to make it real, real easy 
for my readers to reach me. And I am on Facebook. I'm on Facebook most of the time. Okay, great. Well, I'll have links in the show notes of how everybody can find you. And, um, and gosh, I think that's it. I think that took us through our questions. And uh, yeah, I recommend you go check her out. Her book is, this one that I've been reading is Centurion. And it's number four in this series? Two. It's number two. He's but my copy. Read them in order. No, you don't have to read them in order. They're standalone. And I, I did that on purpose. I wanted you to be able to, whichever book calls out to you, read that first. Well, I like this cover. So, and I, I had, we, we yeah. met at one, I've talked, I'm sure I talked about this before I introduced this, but we met in the, at a signing in Tampa. No, in Jacksonville. Then we were just signing in Tampa and I'm trying to get oh, over to yes. it. I can't because there's all these women fondling her books. So big crowd. <laughs> I had to please to get to her. So, uh, so thank you so much, Tamara, for, for joining you. us today. And uh, I'll have all the stuff in the show notes. And in January, when you have your new book out, I'll have you back and we'll talk about your new book again. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. That's it for this week on Books Cubed. Next week, I will have an interview with Carrie Pack, who writes my favorite genre of all time, which is time travel. And these are her books in this series that I'm reading. There we go. <laughs> so I'll have her next week. She's really interesting. And um, she has some good advice for authors, for new authors, if you are an author. So, and if you're a reader and like time travel, and she writes LGBT, so come and, and take a listen to that. Subscribe to the show. Leave me a comment. Say hello. And um, I guess that's it for now. And uh, go read a good book.